Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger syndrome, also called autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome to Aspieland, a place of understanding and acceptance. My name is John Allen, your host, along with my wonderful wife, Kathy. Hi, everyone. Good to be back. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we would like to recommend to you options and resources that we've found that helped us in our journey that may be of help to you as we walk this journey together. Now, before we begin, I want to let you know that there, this is a podcast for everyone. Whether you're someone with Asperger's syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, or you're a neurotypical. If you're new to this podcast, we want to let you know that you're especially welcome here. We want to help those of you who are like me with Asperger's syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, to understand, function, and learn to love the neurotypical world that we're living in. And for those of you who are neurotypical, we haven't left you out. We want to help you learn about autism spectrum disorder so that we can understand each other and accept each other, which opens up the doors for new and wonderful relationships. And we do this by looking at life through each other's eyes. Let me also take a brief moment to thank all of you who are listening to this podcast. I really appreciate all the listeners that we have. And we've got a lot of new listeners from all over the world. Switzerland, England, Mexico, Finland, and quite a few here in the United States. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you get so much out of this. And by the way, thank you for those of you who have donated. I sure appreciate that. It helps keep things going. So our thought is, you know, we're fellow travelers like you, and we've been learning and exploring and growing. And so we have been on a hunt for some positives, things that yes, are helpful exactly. instead of things that were relationship discouraging. Right, right. And we have some of those things, and, and we're, we want to present them as options. Yeah, we're going to share some things that we we found helpful, you know, just to kind of get you, if you haven't started doing any research or listening or watching anything, we found that these have been helpful for us just to start with. Yeah. So we were excited to find you, anything oh, that yeah. was helpful. And we're real eager to give them to you because we want to help you jumpstart anything that you're trying to develop yes. and, and work on. And while we're on the subject of develop and work on, if you find you're having a struggle that is a mm -hmm. little too difficult, yep. you may want to look into getting some professional yes. guidance. Yep. And we did get counseling before years ago, but oh, we were having a lot ago, of yes. marriage struggles. And she did recognize that there were things happening. He was acting and reacting in ways that were causing a lot of problems. Yes. And it was from pent up trauma, emotions. Yeah. And if they're there, 
they're going to come out. Yes, they are. And you exactly. need help. That is very you, you know, true. you need help sorting it out. Yes. You need just a voice that will come alongside of you. And if you can find someone who is educated about about, people on yes, the spectrum. about people yes. on the spectrum. That's exactly right, because it's real important to find someone who understands spectrum thinking, to yes. some, at least to a clinical extent anyway. Right, mm. and this is where this is important because one of the early things I looked at was a site by a clinical person who was not on the spectrum, and they were so negative. There were lots of things like just saying, get out of the relationship. Oh, well, that's not helpful. And we've heard from listeners that have had that experience yes, in counseling. Yes. And yeah. that's not helpful. I'm no. just saying. And that's why you want to seek a professional who at least understands the spectrum. And yeah. I think where it's been difficult is, and we have mentioned this in the past, but when we were first looking into this before he was diagnosed, that we were beginning to think, well, maybe autism is a thing in our relationship for him. And we were not finding anything that was helpful. I mean, that was relationship encouraging. That's it was true. pretty horrifying. It was. Honestly, it, was. it you know, a bit some depressing, of them to be honest. very yeah. depressing. And obviously, when you are starting to search for help and materials and things like that, you have to be cautious. Yes. So we have been on a hunt for some positives. Right. Right. So we've been sticking our toes out into the water, finding some resources that we are finding helpful to us. And we were delightfully surprised. Yeah. And we want to, to share some of these things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it isn't comprehensive. No. But just because we can only do so much. In, in the it, short amount of time that we have. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Let me begin. A book called Neurodiverse Relationships by Joanna Pike and Dr. Tony Atwood. It is a really good book about couples' relationships, about the marriage relationships, where one has a spectrum and the other does not. One of the things about this book, and John and I both read this one. Yes. Sometimes it's such a relief to be able to read something where, oh my goodness, somebody knows what I'm going through. Somebody oh, yeah, understands, yeah. oh my gosh, they understand that part or they understand this part. And that was very comforting to me to read. This is a book from the UK. It was recently released. Yeah, it's a fairly and, recent release. And what we found interesting with this particular book, these chapters were broken up into ideas like anxiety, finance, social settings, parenting. And so there were different couples for each topic. And the neurotypical is the wife. The person on the spectrum is the husband. The wife wrote and then the husband wrote. And at the end of each of the chapters, Dr. Atwood would answer general questions about what was discussed in the chapter. And those letters were really good. Because mm -hmm. the letters, like you were saying earlier, helped us to realize that there are other people with the same issues. Yes. And other people with the same ideas yes. that we had. And it kind of like, wow, that is so nice because it is so helpful for us. Yes. Emotionally speaking. Mm -hmm. I could, oh, I could relate to what the wife was saying. 
the neurotypical wife. But here's where this was super helpful for me, is it gave me so much more empathy because of what the husband was writing about. Yeah. Just what their viewpoint inside of what was going on. Yeah. It really showed the feeling and emotion that the partner on the spectrum was having mm-hmm. when they were viewing the situation. Right. But how they were acting and reacting was coming across differently. And it was like, oh, okay. All right. So trying to be helpful and address a situation that they saw as a problem. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my goodness. That was like a a paradigm shift in so many ways in that. In those narratives. Yes. There and, were, and there were many that happened for yes. me. Yes, and that's why it's such a good book. If you are struggling in your neurodiverse marriage, that's a really nice book to try out and read. And my suggestion is you both read it. Now, you don't have to read it at the same time, although you could hand it back and forth, I suppose. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It just That's a really nice book to go through. Now It was a good conversation starter for us. Okay. Like, yeah. And, oh, really? John's like, really? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah, I, I think about that. as I'm, it, I say that because I'm just responding, and then I'm thinking at the same time. <laughs> was it? Okay. <laughs> shows you our Maybe. communication style. Anyway, in another book, that's called Be Different, My Adventures, and My Advice to Fellow Asbergians. That's not my word. It's the, uh, it's the author's word by John Elder Robeson. I believe it's Robeson. Anyway. Yes, it is. It okay. is Robeson. And I read this book, but Kathy has not read it yet. So the book is really good for understanding Asperger syndrome, autism spectrum disorder in a really nicely written way that can help both you as a person on the spectrum to kind of, oh yeah, okay, I get that, I understand that, and it's also good for neurotypicals because you can see from another person's perspective other than mine, uh, (laughs) you can see how things are. And it helped me feel like I have somebody standing behind me who pats you on the back and says, good job, that's exactly how it is. And you felt like that when you read the book. So you Um, felt kind of like not vindicated wouldn't be a word, but there was, you well, camaraderie. Yeah, reassurance. It's a reassurance that you feel like, okay, yes, this is the way it is. And it uses moments from his life to show the way he thinks and then reacts. As he's walking through. A situation, like going to a restaurant. And how he didn't know. Right. For a while, exactly. you know, so living life unbeknownst right. and then finding out. Yes, and exactly. So. Exactly. It makes the whole idea of Asperger syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, easier to understand and real easy to relate to. This next book is entitled We're Not Broken Changing the Autism Conversation by Eric Garcia. He's a senior Washington correspondent for The Independent. John and I actually listened to this book on CD together, and I found it to be incredibly well-researched. He went into history, which was, I found, very fascinating, of Asperger's spectrum and the history of the autism diagnosis, Asperger's syndrome, I found just incredibly helpful. 
but also he gets into governmental policies, difficulties with the medical system. He interviewed people from the spectrum who had higher support needs. And he talked a little about the higher support needs as opposed to lower support needs. And it was kind of, there was things that were really hard to hear. Yeah. Policies, the fight for recognition. Advocacy. Advocacy, yes, huge. And there was a piece of information that I found helpful concerning how it can affect executive functioning, that sometimes there's things that we are taking for granted that we do on a day-to-day basis, Uh caring for ourselves or getting something done. Yeah. And that was hard for me to hear because that was something that I realized in the past has affected our relationship. And I feel like if I had known that piece, we could have responded differently to each other. And knowing instead of me passive aggressively, maybe not doing something so you would get a clue and do it. Uh And it's like, okay, it's just... It just, you needed some support things, you know, and we could work together because Mm -hmm. there's other things that you're handling, no problem. Right, exactly. And also, too, then I don't feel bad if I'm reminding you, hey, by the way, did you do this? By the way, did you do that? Yeah. And then then you're not offended. No, no, because I realize my executive function isn't functioning (laughs) the way it needs to. (laughs) This is all really cool stuff that's in this book. Exactly, exactly. This one has great research in it and will give you such a good background and things that are happening currently. Yes, from a political point of view. Yes, exactly. Now, there's a fourth book here we wanted to go over real quickly, but it's not a book that I have read. Uh, It's a book that Kathy is reading, so... Right, John's going to be reading it shortly. <laughs> oh, yes, I am going <laughs> to be going reading to... it. We read all the books that we each other read as much as we can. Yeah, right, right. It's just, I'm not an avid reader. She has six books <laughs> sitting in a stack, one upstairs and another one downstairs, not to mention e-books and yes. Kindle books uh, and other things. Books. She loves to read, and yeah. that's really cool because so. I'm not one to read real well. Anyway, go ahead. Learning. Anyway, so this book was very interesting. It's called Love and Asperger's, and it is by Kate McNulty, LCSW, and she is a therapist and she is self diagnosed as autistic. I found this book very inclusive of different relationships, and she is super encouraging. How can I say this? Sometimes when you're looking at something concerning people on the spectrum, it okay, John had a good explanation for it. He said it's like if we as an American go to another country and expect everybody to speak our language, that there is pressure put on neurodiverse people to act like neurotypicals and think like neurotypicals and do everything like neurotypicals so we neurotypicals can feel good and comfortable. And that was kind of convicting to me. So why can't John be who he is? (laughs) You know, can we work things out? Yes. Can we learn to communicate better? Yes. 
but that doesn't mean he has to change who he is. And what I liked about this is there's all different, you know, couple situations in this book. And they have very positive things about being in a neurodiverse relationship and all the positivities of how you can learn to communicate better and come up with little systems that work for you that just help that process. So those are some books that we have read that we'd like to pass along to and you. And also, that, that, I, can I, I'm sorry, sure, I don't, I'm, sorry. I'm interrupting, but no, and I wanted to mention too, in books, when they write them, they do research. So in these books, they have other resources mentioned, which can open some other doors for people to, right. to look at things. Almost creates a network and, of research yeah, for you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Which brings me to my next point, which is, when doing research, especially when you're doing web research, just be careful because there are things to be cautious about. One of them, at least for us, this is for us, and we'd like to pass it on to you, is try to look at websites and books and things that are positive. Because there's just so much out there. Oh, yeah. We have found it helpful to try to look at things that are going to be relationship encouraging. Yes. As opposed to relationship discouraging. We just wanted to point that out real quick because there are tons and tons of websites out there and tons of resources through those websites that are out there. Mm -hmm. And some of them are good and some of them are real negative. And you have to kind of pick and choose which ones you would rather be involved with. Yes. We are continuing, by the way, we are continuing to read other things, ebooks and things like that, that we're going to maybe periodically come on and recommend mm -hmm. as we go through them. If we find something that's really cool, uh, we'd be thrilled to tell you about it. But this is what we're gleaning, and we're trying to employ the things we're seeing in these books trying to test them out and see if it fits our relationship yes. and then work on it yeah. to try to help build and help make us better so that we can turn around and help you. Right. So in the meantime, since we're coming to a real quick close here because we're really running out of time, we want you to visit the website if you can, aspieland.org. You can hit the subscription page where you can real quickly fill out a little form and that'll subscribe you to this podcast, not to your provider, but to us. If you want to send a question or a comment or anything like that, we love the emails, and you can send to us through aspieland.org, or you can send to john at aspieland.org. Either of them will get you there. And the other thing we need to do... Don't forget to rate and review. There you go. We do need those ratings and reviews that are on your podcast provider. And that'll help other people who are surfing the web and maybe they're searching for something about what we're talking about. And they'll find it easier when you rate and review as much as you can. <laughs> we're very thankful for all of you who are listening yes. from all over the world, not just here in the U.S., but everywhere. I'm amazed at all the, the folks from everywhere. It just boggles my mind to think about all of that. But it's really great because there's a lot of folks who need some help, and we are more than happy to help you out. Okay, and we will uh, look forward to being here again with you all in two weeks again. 
thank you for taking your time to be with us. So we'll see you again next time on Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.